this is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction in Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 196th episode of Talk Direction. And it's been a couple days, but I visited you in Portland last weekend. Yes. It was very fun. We had a really good time. It was so much fun. I wish you were still here. I know. (laughs) Um... Yeah, we wandered around town. We went to the Japanese garden. Um, we did Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. My dog ate some raisins and I had to take him to the emergency vet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole adventure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved Portland. It was so cool. I always love looking at like both the um, like fauna and like vegetation mm-hmm. of other like parts of the country because it's so distinct to that area um but also just like looking at people and the fashion and how people look and like the sort of um little mini cultures around cities Mm -hmm. I find that super interesting so I really liked absorbing all that while I was there um and Portland was just such a nice place I highly recommend visiting yeah, because you haven't hadn't been here before, right? No, I hadn't. Yeah. But it, it definitely reminded me of like places like Vancouver, Vermont, mm-hmm. uh, Maine, yeah. like sort of those um, a little bit crunchy granola, mm-hmm. wildlife, but also <laughs> like hipster city. Yeah, like m- people with beards, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, liberal environment, vintage stuff, like a lot mm-hmm. of stuff like that. We went to a lot of vintage stores while you were here. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. And we ate a lot of good food. We did. And coffee. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for having me. It was of a course. good old time. Yeah, I need to come to the East Coast next. Yeah, and hopefully it'll uh, line up with one of the boys' tours. We've I gotten know. so much tour information, some of it which we're going to talk about on this episode and some of it which we're saving for TDDL. Um, yeah, but there's so much to discuss. If you want to hear us talk about, um, that type of stuff on Talk Direction down low, go over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash talk direction. That's where you can financially support the show, um, which is going to help us when we're going on tour because we've been saving up (laughs) money for tickets. Um, so thank you to all our Patreon supporters over there. Um, but TDDL is where we just do an extra half hour episode every time we record. Last week, we extended our Halloween discussion and talked about a whole bunch of fun Halloween themed things. Um, and then this week, like I said, we're talking about Niall's tour, Louis's tour, and then a whole bunch of interview um, things that Louis has been talking about recently. Um, there's just too much content these days now that we're in the quench and um, it's impossible to fit it all in one episode. So if you want to hear us keep on going after you finish this episode, go check out patreon.com slash talk direction. 
So let's hop into the news that we did include on this episode, which starts with Harry news. Um, I am a little biased because Harry is my fave, as most people know. So uh, I wanted to mention this stuff, especially because like Harry's album is coming out hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so it's all it's all hot right mm-hmm. now. Um, so he's been doing a, a whole bunch of interviews, which are really cute. Uh, it seems like every single one of them, uh, he's been FaceTiming into radios, like after just waking up, Yeah, um, which is a real delight. <laughs> one of uh-huh. them, he's wearing like a lilac bathrobe, um, and his face looks very like puffy morning wake up sort of face that most people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been, uh, happy to see that. It's been very cute. watch have you been watching these interviews lucia yeah i've sort of watched them as they've come out like in little clips when i've Mm -hmm. just kind of gone on twitter um it's been there's just been so much happening it feels like there's constant um news now so i don't know if i'm like fully caught up right now you know yeah it's hard to know (laughs) that's when it really it helps so much to follow all like the different update sites and hope that you get enough content Mm -hmm. where like you've eventually seen it all you know like all the overlapping stuff you're like okay now i've seen it all but it's Um, so hard to keep track of i know there's quotes that i've seen that i'm like i didn't ever hear him say that i just have seen the quote so like where is that footage of him saying that thing that means i've missed something or like you see something or you like see a clip or something and you're like okay i want to go back to reference that oh it's on this update account i'll be able to find it easily and then like you go back (laughs) to find it and then you can't find it because it's like days have passed and there's like already hundreds of posts and it's like okay I don't even remember what it was, yeah. let alone being able to find it. <laughs> so much stuff to sift through. I like when the updates accounts will like use words like quote every time they put a quote. And that mm-hmm. way, if you like filter on their account, like you could find every time they use the word quote. And that's why yeah. you know like they're quoting things and you can sort through them. Um, but yeah, there is so much content right now. Uh, so I haven't included all of it. Actually, not even much of it because most of what Harry says is just a bunch of, like, lovely filler. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the funniest thing about all these interviews, first of all, they've happened, like, a little bit after the uh, the single release, which usually on the sort of the Friday of the single release, like, artists will go and promote at a whole bunch of radio stations in that weekend and and stuff. But Harry's waited a little while. Um, And I wonder if he just kind of wanted to absorb what was happening or if he had other things scheduled and booked that he had to do. Um, But I guess it's kind of nice that the promo is sort of stretched out a bit. So we really got to like focus on the song and now we're getting all these interviews, which is really nice. Um, And then like, it's going to be a little bit more spread out, Mm -hmm. Um, but we still haven't gotten any album release date. No information about that, which right. is like, come on, Harry, just tell us when, because <laughs> we only have a couple more months, and I'm really thinking it's coming out this month. But Do you think you know, it's going to be a surprise drop? I hope not. I love the anticipation. I don't mm-hmm. want to just, like, like, I have to plan my life. Like, I don't want to just wait one Saturday and, like, find out, I mean, one Friday night, and it's, like, dropping, and... I don't know. I like yeah. the build up. At least yeah. like give me like two or three weeks to build it up, which means he right. has to like let us know this week because there's not that many more weeks left. Right. Artists don't typically release 
that far into December because yeah. it's like Christmas. Well, he's doing SNL next weekend, the weekend after next. Yeah, the weekend after next. And then do we know when he's doing Jules Holland? Um, when that's coming we out? do. I want to say we put it somewhere or said it somewhere. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if he's doing if he's doing SNL the weekend after next, then wouldn't it have to be next weekend that Jules Holland would come out? Let me see. How do you Unless spell? he's doing SNL first. I think it's J-O-O-L-S. Jules. Let's see what I can find. <laughs> the 21st. Thursday the 21st, Friday oh. the 22nd. Hmm. Wait, and then when is SNL? The 16th. Oh, so Jules Holland is coming after. Yeah, so it's like the 16th is the Saturday, and right. then then it's the next Thursday and Friday, the 21st and 22nd. Wow. So, which I don't know what that means. Like, and we're like mean 99% sure we're getting an- another single for SNL, right? I think, well, he would be doing two songs. Yeah. But he did Ever Since New York last time, and that wasn't a single, you know. But I mean, like, a new, two new songs. Like, we're going to get another yeah, song. It'll be two, it'll up. be two performances, 100%. They always do two performances. Right. Oh, and I guess we know he did Watermelon Sugar with Jules Holland. Yeah. So he, I, I suspect he'll choose a different one then, right? Really? I don't know. <laughs> I think he'll do the same, the same two. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I hope he does watermelon sugar soon because mm-hmm. I need that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's Would a it real make question. Sense for I actually to, like put the single out. Oh, sorry, we were breaking up. No, go for it. Would it make sense for him to do um to do this the next song on SNL before it comes out? Um, I think it would. Because yeah. that's what he did last time. I don't think he's going right. to necessarily wait till yeah. this song is out. Like he, but it, it might have it might come out that Friday as a single if it's going to be a single, or mm-hmm. he'll just like put it out as a single at another time. Right. Um, I did a a um, poll on Twitter to guess when Harry's second album is coming out. Uh huh. And forty seven people voted. 15% said November 8th, 28% said November 15th, which would be the day before SNL, 38%, so the biggest chunk, said <laughs> the November 22nd, which would be around the Jules releases, and mm-hmm. then 19% said November 29th. Mm. Now, I didn't give any other choices, but, right. <laughs> you know, it seems like... The 22nd is what people think, but that's not a very big difference. There's only mm-hmm. a couple people difference between the 15th and the 22nd. Yeah. So I don't know. What What is your best guess if you had to choose? Um, I'm trying to reflect on last time. I think it'll probably... I don't know. I think if he's going to put out a single, it would come out the Friday before SNL, mm-hmm. like the Friday of SNL, because I think he'd want it to like come out before the live performances. Mm-hmm. But if it's not going to be a single, then I think he might put out the next single like after the performances, after both shows happen, mm-hmm. like the l- end of November. 
Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just like saying random stuff. (laughs) I feel like he would want to perform the song live for the first time without anyone having heard like Mm. the single version. Because if he puts it out Friday. Right. Plus he's going to be so busy that Friday, like preparing for SNL. Yeah. So not that he like really does a lot of promo anyway. So right. But well, that's still. the problem because I feel like typically an artist like would put the single out first and then do yeah. the performances as like a form of promo for the single. Yeah. Like it ma- that makes more sense. I feel like to like from a marketing standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but Harry does things in his own Harry way. So he really does. I mean, we could get the album this Friday. <laughs> we could. I hope not. I don't want it this Friday. I wonder if Watermelon Sugar will have the words Watermelon Sugar in the song. I don't know. Or if, like, the song will be about something that has nothing to do with the title. Like Kiwi. Yeah. Yeah. I I still think Kiwi is about someone from New Zealand. (laughs) It's the only explanation. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Um, I want to say that, like, maybe Watermelon Sugar is, like, a line in the verse. Like, you were Mm. reading Watermelon Sugar or something. But it's just, like, a random line. But maybe yeah. thematically it also, like, connects. Right. I don't know. Um, but if it's also not a sexy song, then I don't know what would be <laughs> with a title like that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like now maybe – I think I voted originally for the 22nd. But now that we know the Jewels stuff is coming out, like, the 21st and 22nd, but I don't know. Would he put his song, his album out on Black Friday, which would be the next Friday, the 29th? Um, I don't know. Do people not put albums out that day? I don't know. Well, it would also be coming out the night of Thanksgiving into Friday. Right. I don't know what that would do for sales. Like, I don't know mm. if people yeah. are too busy and stuff, they might not stream as much. Right. Yeah, that's so. true. I don't know. Because streaming usually goes down on the weekends, apparently. So I would think, like, mm. the whole Thanksgiving weekend and stuff, stream streaming would go down because people right. are spending time. So I would still think it's got to be the 8th, 15th, or 22nd. Yeah. <sighs> don't know. Don't know. Um, but, yeah. I guess we'll just have to keep on waiting. Watch us mm-hmm. be fools. And it's like not coming out in November. It could be coming out in December. It could be coming out like December 6th. Which, when's Liam's coming out? It could come out in January for all we know. <sighs> Don't do that to me, Harold. <laughs> Liam's is actually December 6th. I, say, I think re- okay. recently I said 14th, but it's actually the 6th. Hmm. Okay. I don't really know what to do with that information. <laughs> <laughs> and then Louise is January 31st, right? Yeah. Ugh. Harry, please put yours out on the 22nd. That's a good one. Then he could announce it, like, Monday morning. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a couple weeks for anticipation. It needs to come out in November so we can have Harry November, Mm -hmm. Liam December, Louis January, and Niall February. I mean, that's crazy. And then a surprise third Zane album in March. (laughs) Could you imagine? Wait, when he put his one out last year, right? Uh Uh-huh. Last December. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Um, but yeah, enough speculation. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, now that we're talking about SNL, we'll go back to the interview stuff. But do you have any expectations about what songs he's going to do? What skits we want to see? What the monologue would be like? 
Um, I just hope that the skits they do are thing are. Um, I don't know. I have had mixed feelings about some of the the talk show skits Harry's done in the past, so mm-hmm. we'll see if I enjoy them or not. <laughs> yeah, I hope there's not making fun of fans and like making fun of yeah. One Direction. Like that's such a typical one people go to. It is. Um, but I feel like last time Harry was on SNL, all the skits he was in, like, were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they were, like, bad. I just didn't like them. Like, the Mick Jagger skit, I didn't really enjoy. Oh. Uh, just from a personal standpoint. I found mm-hmm. it, I was like, I don't know. I didn't love it. Um, but this musically, musical-wise, I think he'll do, I think he'll do Lights Up and Watermelon Sugar. Yeah. And I'm sure that they're going to both be amazing Um, because me and Caitlin were actually talking before we started recording about the first time Harry did Sign of the Times. It was on SNL, right? Yeah. Um, Like that first time. That was like a long time ago. Um, But it was like the first time he had like done the song live and it was like his first um, like solo performance. Was it his very first solo performance? I think so. I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he kind of struggled a little bit with, like, the vocals. But obviously he's, like, made so much progress, like, with his confidence as a solo mm-hmm. artist. So I think these performances will be very, very good. Yeah, I hope so. And I, I can't th- wait to see Lights Up live. Yeah. I can't, Like, I feel like these, this song and maybe Watermelon Sugar has, like, he could do something cool with the staging. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, do something funky. His outfits are going to be wild. Like, I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah. Did you see that quote that Harry Lambert said recently about, like, we've kind of done this whole suits and stuff. Now we're, mm-hmm. we're trying to shock fans with something new. And I'm yes. like, what does that mean? Because the Jules Holland outfit that we've seen pictures of, he's wearing, like, suspenders. It mm-hmm. looks not too shocking. Like, right. it seems like, I mean, it's gorgeous, but it's not yeah. shocking. So I'm like, are we waiting on something that's, different like well, is he gonna be wearing something like that's really gonna be like holy <laughs> sh- i mean my suspicion is that they're already planning tour yeah oh and for that's sure. and that's what he's talking about okay. like the tour outfits i think they're yeah. already kind of scheming um maybe like snl outfit too but i think mm-hmm. it's more about tour outfits right yeah yeah um for snl skits i hope there's more song ones like singing i like the musical skits um, yeah, me too. I actually did like that one. The, yeah. the one he when they were singing. Yeah. I like enjoyed that one. Yeah, and then I like it would be cool to see him like impersonating some political stuff because mm-hmm. they always do that these days on SNL. I mean, that's yeah. what SNL is. It's very politically right. driven, but like I don't know, he could take on someone in the White House and like do them. I don't know. It would yeah. be cool. Um so yeah, that's exciting. Um, But back to some of the interview stuff we've heard from Harry. Um, Harry talked a little bit about his album. He said, I kind of feel like last time I was bowling with the bumpers up a bit and like trying not to get it wrong a bit. I'm having more fun making music. So like this time around, he's like taking the bumpers away and he's just kind of like going for it, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked that analogy. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and then he also sort of accidentally let it slip that he was planning on it, planning his tour. 
for next mm-hmm. year. Um, but he's like, oh, but I didn't announce that yet. So uh, maybe funny. not. <laughs> he like, was okay. like trying but, to get out of I mean, answering the question. Yeah. It was it wasn't that shocking though because I feel like we kind of yeah. all knew he was going to be touring next year. It, yeah. I was not like, "What?" I, I like, found okay. it funny that he was trying to get out of answering that question and then in doing that he accidentally said that he was touring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. He's normally really good at that, but Yeah, he is. He's like I feel like he's been more a little bit more open. Yeah. And he's like letting his 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 guard down. Yeah. He's, lo- he's losing his edge of yeah. mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, every interview he was on asked about the meaning of lights up. And I loved the answer he gave. Like you just said, he's being way more open. Um, I don't think he's ever really talked much about the meaning of his songs, except Sign of the Times. He said it was about like the baby and the mother right. giving birth, which wasn't like personal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So this time, I'm just going to read a whole bunch of quotes. Uh, he said, It's uplifting and liberating. Um, over the past couple of years, processing stuff and wrestling with myself. The song is about freedom and self-reflection, but it came about randomly. It's about self-reflection, self-discovery, and freedom. For me, it is a very uplifting song. In some places, it's kind of dark, but to me, it's like very liberating. I think, you know, over the past couple of years, it's about self-reflection, self-discovery, and freedom. It feels very free to me, which I guess, uh, things that I've been trying to process, I guess kind of wrestle with a little over the past couple of years. It's kind of like about accepting all those things. Um, so I feel like we really hit the nail on the head when we did our Lights Up song discussion. We talked about, like, self-discovery and... Mm -hmm identity and figuring things out um and sort of coming to a place where you're ready to you know fully be yourself and fully express yourself yeah um and i think that's exactly what harry was saying and it's really cool to hear him talk about it from a personal perspective he's not being vague he's like i was struggling with things i was wrestling with things for the past couple of years and then I've come to terms with it and I've accepted this about myself mm-hmm. um, and like self-discovery and I'm like that is exactly how I pictured what Lights Up was about. Yeah, totally. So what did you think of his um, sort of what he said about his song? Yeah, I think it's really nice to hear him talk about the music and the song um, more honestly than usual even though he's not talking about anything super specific. Um, I think he is like sharing a lot of insight into the song. And it's obviously we all kind of took that took the song to mean these things. Um, but it's nice to kind of hear him say it mm-hmm. and kind of, yeah, confirm that that is yeah. what it's about. So, yeah. It's interesting. It's It's like hearing him talk this way, it feels like, very unusual yeah like even so hearing unusual. you read those quotes right now I was like wait Harry said that <laughs> yeah I, it's like he really like talked about himself and like gone to his own deep emotions yeah and I'm like this is something very like Louis I feel like <clears throat> would do stuff like that he talks so mm-hmm. personally a lot of times like deeply about yeah. his emotions and the things he goes through mm-hmm. um but I feel like I haven't seen that from Harry at all 
Yeah. Yeah, well, because him being very specific about saying, like, the, the last couple of years. Right. Struggling. I think it's, yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so nice I hope- to hear, not nice that he's been struggling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope we get more of this openness throughout this whole promo season and Mm -hmm. tour and we see it come out in his performances and in his fashion and in, you know, everything he does, um, this openness and like, I don't know, I feel like it just brings people closer because you hear that and you're like, that's exactly how I felt. You know, you can really connect to the person. Um, in a different way that when you listen to their music to actually hear them talk about it is is just different in another cool way to connect with them so yeah um and then um, the last what oh i was just gonna say if you guys can hear background noise my old chihuahua i give him like all these blankets covering the floor because he likes to pace um, and mm-hmm. he's found the tiny square of bare floor to pace in so you can hear his nails like click click clicking oh um, I like literally covered the whole floor in blankets, and he found the one spot where there isn't a blanket, <laughs> just to disrupt and now this I've recording. Met that puppet. Oh yeah, you know Dexter. Um, yeah. And then my roommate is literally the her sweetest other dogs dog. And... Oh yeah, you guys have a little cuddle. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's very sweet. Um, and then my roommate is feeding her dogs, and one of them is screaming for his food right now. So just thought I would throw that out there in case people are hearing weird noises. <laughs> As they do on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to mention for Harry's interview, interviews he's done, is that he clarified the whole do tweet, which yes. really, like, when that tweet happened where he just tweeted the word do, and it got, like you know three quarters of a million uh retweets Uh or likes or whatever it was um we all were like oh my gosh is he gonna tweet like a word a day what's happening um so one of the radio hosts asked this and he said can i be honest i was half asleep and i don't remember sending that i woke up and was like oh let me do something for the song and went back to sleep and then like he got a (laughs) message from his manager the next day like what are you doing (laughs) So, like, of course, we all think it's, like, this intense thing. And then uh, nothing really <laughs> was not planned. I feel like there's more to that story. But yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's just funny. That is really funny. Um, so moving on to some Louie news. Louie was on The Late Late Show with James Corden. Um, and he was there for a bit of the interview and then he performed We Made It live for the first time, um, which is exciting. I feel like Louis and James are quite close, so it's good to see them, um, together because Louis is more comfortable and I don't mm-hmm. know, James is just such a fan of the boys and so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, the interview, we didn't really get much stuff from it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking, they, they talked about The Rogue, which was Louis's first band he was in. That he apparently um, got kicked out of. Yeah, that was But he weird. didn't tell us why. He just said the lead guitarist was jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then there was a segment about some of the weird, like, collector's items Louis has from films. Mm-hmm. He has, like, the Forrest Gump leg braces and some sword from Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. And there was some chat about that and how he got them and where they are and stuff. Yeah. Um. But no other, like, random segments. The Late Late Um, interviews are interesting because 
they interview three separate people at the same time james does and like um they're not like people who are connected so you don't get like a full interview with one person Mm -hmm. i do kind of like them because you do get the other people like kind of joining in in response to like the other interviews i think it's like a cool setup but it's not like another interview where we get like more information directly right about louis and sometimes when they have like a a major star on they'll get to do like fun segments with them but Mm -hmm. this time i know there was like the kanye carpool karaoke so that takes up a lot of the time yeah so there was no like other fun segments but maybe when his album is released he'll go back on because like he went on a couple months ago Mm -hmm. now he's on again and Mm -hmm. so i'm sure he'll be on again again yeah you know what would be really fun what if they have all the boys on just for a carpool karaoke segment. Oh, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be such a good idea? That would be such a good idea. I feel like they would do it. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, we should be a part of James's team. Yes. It'll just be it would just be the one direction boys all the time. Exactly. <laughs> no other guests. I mean, they'd get great like views. <laughs> mhm. Um, yeah, and he performed We Made It for the first time, um, which was cool to see. I only watched it once, so, Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember that much about it, um, but I'm looking at the picture I've included in the doc, and, like, there's the classic big carpet on the ground and some, like, red lights. Louis just wearing, like, black jeans and a cozy sweater, Mm -hmm. um, and his, like, soft hair, and we see his, like, band members around. I don't know if these are going to be, like, his permanent band members. I'm not sure if these are the ones that we saw before. I've Um, been seeing the same people kind of in his different performances. Okay. Like, on the radio, um, on the radio performances he did of We Mm -hmm. Made It, it was all the same band members, at least a few of them I kept recognizing. Okay, I see. I haven't watched those. They they get lost in the fray. Yeah. I need to go watch those ones because I no. like the radio interviews and stuff. Right? Yeah, like radio performances. Yeah, a lot of them are really cute. Um, yeah. Do you know what I watched recently? Hmm. Both the Lizzo and Taylor Swift Tiny Desk concert, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, both of them were so amazing. Yeah. I really hope Harry does a Tiny Desk concert. Ugh, yeah, that would be so really cool. Fun. Um, I just it's if you haven't watched any of them, go watch. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, it's fr- through NPR, and they just have like it's the artists in a small room, and they play like four different songs, and it's just such an intimate performance, mm-hmm. and you get like the high quality filming and, um. There's not, like, a lot of background noise or anything, and it's just so cool. Yeah. Um, so I hope at least one of the boys get to do that. I'd never really heard about it until I heard of the Lizzo one and everyone was talking mm. about it, but now I want to go back and see what other artists have done it. Yeah. I can't remember, like, my favorites, but I've definitely watched quite a few of them. It's definitely a fun mm. setup. Yeah. It's really cool. Um. Anything else about the Louis Late Late Show, or shall we move on to the main discussion? Um, I think we can move on. All right. So we're talking about We Made It this week. Um, it's written by Louis, Levi Lennox, Julian Benetta, John Ryan, and uh, Amish Patel. And, of course, we've seen Julian, Benetta, and John Ryan a million times, both in One Direction and in Louis' solo stuff. And with um, 
Nile a little bit now. Yeah. It's crazy how much they've stuck together. Has has yeah. some of them worked with Liam as well? Um, not as much. Mm-hmm. I don't think. We'll have to see when his album comes out. If yeah. There there was collaboration. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool that you know they met back when they were how old, and now they're mm-hmm. still working together like ten years later. Yeah. Um. So Louise talked a bit about the meaning of the song. And I've pulled three different quotes from different interviews. Um, So I'll just read them all. The lyrics are about a time when I was visiting my girlfriend Eleanor at university in Manchester, drawing on that experience of being on the road in a world tour, then going to my girlfriend's halls and living that life with her. When we started originally, the concept and the title, it was kind of a message that I wanted to share between me and the fans and say, when I get to my first tour show, we've made it together. The track is inspired by stolen nights out in Manchester in the early days of One Direction. Quote, any time off I had, I'd go to Manchester for nights out with my mates. It made me realize I didn't live in the real world anymore and I missed it. I loved being normal, reckless, and stupid. It was the best escape. We'd stay up all night talking about our dreams and what we thought would happen to us. The age is such an exciting time. You've no idea what the future holds, but you have so much potential. Where is my life headed? Who knows? Um, so it seems like there's, like, a couple of different concepts in here, Mm -hmm. um, both about, like, his relationship with his girlfriend, um, a lot of, like, the dual life of being in One Direction and then kind of stepping out and going, you know, back to her university dorms or just seeing Mm -hmm. his mates that lived in Manchester and kind of being normal, quote unquote normal. Um, but then also talking about, you know being singing to the fans and he was saving it for that first time he goes on tour and getting Mm -hmm. to sing like we made it um as like a solo artist for the first time um so it's like a combination of things it seems like Mm -hmm. um there's Um, this other quote that i'll that i wanted to read to you about the song um He said, it kind of has two meanings. The verses are written about the early times of me and my girlfriend, me going to visit her at university and stuff. But the sentiment of the chorus is a message that is something I know I'm going to feel on my first tour dates, for example. That feeling of achievement, I want it to feel collective because the fans have been really patient with me. I've gone through a bit and they were super supportive. It was just, it was kind of just a message to them, really. Um, So I feel like what you were saying about how it's kind of a few different angles Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that he kind of is in his mind is splitting it up between like the verses being about a specific time of his life and then the chorus being more of a collective yeah. or he wants it to have more of a collective feel yeah also I like that he says I've gone through a bit like mm-hmm. understatement of the year <laughs> yeah seriously also, I always wonder, like, when he says stuff like this, I'm like, how could Louis have just been wandering through a dorm, like, the halls of a dorm, and, like, not being mobbed? I know. I'm like, maybe those university students weren't, like, paying attention. Yeah. Or, or he was, like, like, wearing a disguise, like, right, a hat or something. It's very interesting. Yeah. Or even, like, just going out with his, with his mates. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it was the sort of dual meeting meaning reminds me a lot of like some of the One Direction songs like history especially where 
it definitely could be about a relationship but it's also about the fans mm-hmm. um and like i feel like there's a lot of songs that have that meaning but it's interesting with louis like sort of the verses are one thing and the chorus is another although the chorus obviously fits the verses as well yeah um yeah so shall we go through the lyrics yes all right starting with the title we made it how do you feel about it i love this title um this song is an interesting one because we got a snippet of it back in january of 2018 i think is that how far away it was it was a long time ago (laughs) a really long time ago we got a snippet of this song and um we all thought it was called moonlight for some reason because i think that was a song that was registered to his name and people just matched this one to it it doesn't even say moonlight in the song it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and then he kind of teased the title on twitter and then like we found out what it was um so i really like this title it as he talked about wanting to have a collective feel I think the title definitely reflects that Mm -hmm. um having the we and like we made it and just the idea of kind of him going through what he's gone through and still being here and like the fans being here um kind of on the other side um it has definitely has like a good a good feeling yeah it has such a I feel like it's such a solid feeling like it's we made it it's like Mm -hmm. a breath of like release like we made it we're here Mm -hmm. there's no worry it's like we already made it let's reflect back on how we got here but Mm -hmm. like don't worry because we already made it yeah here we've arrived um and no one can take that from us so i feel like it's just like this solid feeling Mm -hmm. um so the song starts with the chorus which is a technique that's often used to sort of jump right into the song and like get it going. I know, um, who is it? Who talked way more eloquently about songs that start off with choruses, <laughs> switched on pop. <laughs> uh, but it's an interesting technique because usually it starts with um, a verse mm-hmm. or like some sort of shortened version of a chorus or a couple lines or some. I don't know, something. But um, when you jump right into the chorus, that often, like, grabs someone's attention a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts with, Because we made it, underestimated, and always underrated. Now we're saying goodbye, waving to the hard times. Yeah, it's going to be all right. Like the first time, met you at your doorstep. Remember how it tasted, looking into your eyes. Baby, you were still high, never coming down with your hand in mine. Um, and musically, there's some acoustic guitar um, and sort of that singing guitar sound that I talk about mm-hmm. in Two Ghosts a lot. Um, <laughs> and I just feel like Louis' voice sounds so good here. It is really upfront. You can hear like the, you know, the crackle of it and his accent so well. It feels mm-hmm. very live sounding to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the beginning sounds of this what are your thoughts yeah I think it's tough because um we had gotten a clip of this before so I think I kind of had that in my mind as the sound and the this song definitely sounds different from that which could just be the audio like the audio recording of the teaser clip 
um, was like not high quality. So there was like things we didn't pick up on. But like I definitely don't remember hearing like this guitar stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, it's so much more acoustic than I would expect. It is, yeah. So I think I kind of had expectations that it was going to be a little bit more of like a pop song and it's definitely much more of like an indie song mm-hmm. um but I do like I really like the kind of um what word am I looking for rhythm of the words here the way yes. he kind of sings them I really enjoy that I think it works really really well um and how it kind of like goes on in a loop like him singing it's like a lot of words <laughs> it's so much it's such a long chorus yeah. Like, often choruses are, like, half this or a third of this. Like, this just keeps going. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, but I think it's interesting because there was one live performance he did. Um, I think it was Elvis Duran. And um, I don't know if it was, like, the people who run the radio station or what, but the guitar had a very different sound to it it was like much more muted and soft and I like Mm. definitely prefer that sound Mm -hmm. um the guitar on the studio version of this is like very loud it's Mm -hmm. like very like guitar driven which I think is like an indie rock thing um but yeah but I do really like the rhythm of the of the lyrics isn't it the darndest when you hear live versions and you're like, oh, this is the best. Uh-huh. And then the studio version like is different. And you're like, okay, I like this, but mm-hmm. I need that live version. Whatever they did, like, yeah. it was all happening so well. It is dangerous. I know it happened for you with... Um, with Ever since New York. Ever since New York. I wanted to say made in New York. I don't know what <laughs> I was trying to say. Um, yeah, I know it happened to you with that one because we heard the live version first. And you liked yeah. that a lot better. It yep. happened to a lot of us with Niall's album because we heard the whole album yes. live first. <laughs> um, it's tricky because, yeah, if we, like, hear things um, live and then the studio version is different, sometimes it can be, like, a letdown. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we had just heard the regular version, we would not yeah. know and right. it would have felt different. Um, <clears throat> I think because he's talked about this a lot, so this is kind of – all speculation on my part because I don't have like enough of a um like education to be able to tell exactly what's happening but from my little knowledge it definitely sounds like the clip we got the teaser clip was much more electronic um Mm. and didn't have those kind of same acoustic guitars going and Louis has talked a lot about how he wants to have a live band sound Um, Mm -hmm. and he's really into like indie rock and he's mentioned like Arctic Monkeys and Oasis a lot and how he was doing a lot of those more electronic sounding songs in the beginning like Back to You, Just Like You and so I'm imagining that this song sounded like one of those songs in the beginning Mm -hmm. and he's kind of decided that's not really like his style of music and so I think they probably changed it to have that more live bandy sound which I like, but on a personal level, I kind of prefer the, like, poppier sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, again, if I hadn't heard that kind of poppier version, I wouldn't know. Yeah. But because I yeah. did, I'm like, oh, I want this song, but, like, a little yeah. bit more with that kind of pop feel to it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. 
I'm like, why don't they just record both versions? Give me everything. <laughs> Where's that version? They probably had the whole song in that version. Mm-hmm. And they could, we could have two different ones for when the mood strikes you, yeah. you know, one or the other. Yeah. This song definitely sounds like an Oasis song. Like, it, de- it definitely, mm-hmm. what I think what he was going for, he, like, definitely achieved. And so people who love that kind of indie type of music, I'm sure, like, love this song. And I think it's definitely, like... Um, achieved like what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like his rhyming that he did here, or slant rhyming. Mm-hmm. Um, the underestimated, underrated. Yeah. And then hard times, be all right, first time. Mm-hmm. They sound really good together. Um, I feel like he's using some good songwriting skills there mm-hmm. um yeah and obviously his accent is incredible yes. um <laughs> we like we talk about it all the time but um on i think it was the last episode we talked about um an interview he did where he said that one of his american producers um told him that he was 10 percent too british and so now he makes mm-hmm. a point to be 10 percent too british all the time <laughs> <laughs> But Good. he definitely, like, does not hide his, like, Doncaster accent. And, in fact, he emphasizes yeah. it when he's singing, um, which is yeah. just perfect. And I think we all love it a lot. Um, you can especially hear it on this one when he says, met you at your doorstep. It's like, met. Yeah. It's like the way he says it, like, it just, it sounds like a different <laughs> language. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But I so really good. enjoy that. And with your hand in mind, you can really hear it strong mm-hmm. on that one, too. Yeah. Um, for the meaning of this, I definitely right away get the dual meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like for ter- for in terms of the relationship, you know, the relationship was underestimated, underrated. People didn't think they were going to be together. Uh, but now they're like, goodbye, hard times. We've made it here. It's going to be all right. And then sort of reflecting, you know, I love this specificity that he does here. Like mm-hmm. met you at your doorstep. Remember how it tasted looking in your eyes. Which is like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of weird senses coming together. How mm. like looking in your eyes tasted um, mm-hmm. <laughs> makes you think like maybe they're kissing and looking at each other, but also like I don't know. He's just kind of like, just twisting just kissing, eyes wide open, staring into each other's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so the specificity here is great, um, but you can definitely get that image right away of like a relationship. Yeah, but then thinking about it like sort of the other side of it we made it underestimated underrated he was underestimated he was underrated or one direction was underestimated and underrated but now Mm -hmm. like they're saying goodbye to the hard times and sort of moving into this solo career and Mm -hmm. you know it's going to be all right he sort of stopped worrying too much about having the right kind of solo career um, and how he's like arrived and he's made it Mm -hmm. um so I get that dual meaning, meaning right away, even in the verses. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, this is the chorus. So, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, which makes sense because mm-hmm. that's when he said it was was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting that there's, like, the angle of, like, One Direction being underrated because um, mm-hmm. that was definitely, like, a thing that happened of, I think, like um, like, music critics um, yes. and 
you know, kind of general public <laughs> um, has definitely been like unfavorable towards like One Direction as like a mm-hmm. musical group. Um, and then there's also the angle of like Louis himself. I think, right. you know, he was definitely underrated in the band, you know, during mm-hmm. One Direction's time and underestimated. Because I think like um, he did, he actually contributed a lot of like the writing and stuff, but he often wasn't like given a lot of the um, like solo spotlight. And then also mm-hmm. like we know in the beginning, at least he had a lot of kind of not animosity, but like conflict with um, the other like writers they were working with. Um, so there's definitely like, yeah, kind of that multiple meaning, um, even just on mm-hmm. his side. And then there's like the specific relationship with his girlfriend um, and then kind of the broader meaning of like his fans. Um, so like mm-hmm. anyone who's listening to this who feels like they've been like underestimated or underrated. Um, and then I love the like now we're saying goodbye waving to the hard times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be all right. Like, ugh, it's so nice. It's such yeah. a nice place to be. Um, I also yeah. like that um, when you're listening to this, like he kind of says now we're saying goodbye. Um, you almost feel like it's going to be like sad. Like now mm-hmm. we're saying goodbye like to each other. Um, mm-hmm. But then it's but then it, after that, it's like waving to the hard times. Yeah. So I kind of like that little word play. Surprise. Yeah. And it makes me think of Tegan and Sarah's song 19 because they say now we're saying bye in it but it's the sad version of that (laughs) (laughs) oh um anything else about this part I don't think so although I do have one more thing (laughs) sure um I love that he included the line baby you are still high and then never coming down with your hand in mine um because he has um, in the song Home, the One Direction song, there's a line that he sings that's still high with a little feeling. Aww. And so I definitely feel like that's the same. Yeah. Like whatever he's thinking of when he wrote that, like that's the same yeah. probably thought or feeling. Yeah. Um, and it feels like a little bit of a callback to Home. High on drugs, high on life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It feels definitely like a like a high on love feeling too, mm-hmm. and um, the with your hand in mine yeah. goes back to the song where he's like, um, like cigarette in my one hand, whole world in my other hand, or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. where you think of like someone holding his hand and like he's holding the person that is his whole world. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have the post-chorus, which is, like, a lot of yeah, yeah, yeahs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this part's going to be good in concert. It's very, like, yes. echoey and, I don't know, anthemic-ish stuff mm-hmm. that I could hear the crowd singing along with. It'll be fun to sing along. Um, yeah. It's interesting, too, because this post-chorus is, like, the most poppy-sounding part of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, the drum beat kind of goes to more of, like, a little bit of an electronic-sounding drum beat um and there's also this crazy like zippy bass did you mm-hmm. hear that yeah the, like whir, whir, like yeah throughout the post chorus and it doesn't happen in the rest of the song um but i like love that bass so much yeah um and it's interesting because it seems like the song's kind of 
it's kind of like a mixture of like different elements mm-hmm. um but yeah I wonder if I would like I don't know if that if that kind of zippy bass was like throughout the whole song mm-hmm. how that would change the sound of it what 1D song did this part sound like? I don't know. I didn't I make like any did. connection right away. Or but now I, I might just be singing the 1D song in my head, so I'm not sure. Well, sing what you're sing yeah, what's yeah, in your head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I feel like know. One Direction as a band has a lot of songs, probably <laughs> with just like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a very specific one I'm thinking of. Really? I don't know what it is, though. I don't know. I think it's on AM. Uh, don't know. Hmm. <sighs> you guys know that we're not great at thinking of songs. Well, especially me. <laughs> We've done those <laughs> guess the song games, and it's it's been rough. So um, let's move on to the first verse. Oh my, I remember those nights. Meet you at your uni, cheap drinks, drink them all night. Staying out till sunrise, share a single bed and tell each other what we dream about. Things we'd never say to someone else out loud. We were only kids just trying to work it out. Wonder what they'd think if they could see us now. Yeah. Again, this is longer than you might think. Like it could mm-hmm. end after cheap drinks, drink them all night, staying out till sunrise. Yeah, and then it goes on to sort of a, in a different like way. It sounds a little different, mm-hmm. and it says share a single bed and tell each other what we dream about. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like it changes up a bit. Yeah, it's so wordy. Um, yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, it just like adds all this specificity stuff. It allows him to talk about like you know sharing a single bed and talking about your dreams mm-hmm. and I don't know. I I like this meet you at your uni it's so specific yeah. and yeah. i feel like that really goes back to some of the earlier singles he put out like um just like you and um what else did he put out miss you mm-hmm. i feel like those had this sort of specific type of stuff that kill my mind didn't really have mm-hmm. you know yeah um, yeah and this verse um is the the beginning of this verse is what we got in the teaser clip a long time ago. Yes. Um, the oh my, I remember those nights. Meet you at your uni, cheap drinks, drink them all in night. In the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because I always thought it was cheers the whole night, which oh. I kind of like better. Um, yeah. Cheap drinks, cheers the whole night. That's how I've always mm-hmm. sung it. So when I'm mm-hmm. listening to this song, it like really catches me off my guard when yeah. I'm like singing along and I'm like... what drink them all night (laughs) what is this this is not what i wanted but i do really like oh my i remember those nights i think that's really cute Mm -hmm. and i love the um like imagery and feelings of share a single bed and tell each other what we dream about um things things... we never say to someone else out loud that's like such an intimacy it is it's one of those like specificities that like it's obviously like a very specific um, like situation, but I feel like most people probably have like had a similar experience. Yeah, and just like those those like little specificity of like a single bed can like mm-hmm. convey so much like meaning, um, mm-hmm. and that kind of like intimacy of like being kids and like yeah, or just being young. Yeah, 
um, and like telling someone all of your dreams and secrets. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's like a freshness. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the last line, wonder what they'd think if they could see us now. Mm-hmm. Because it makes me think that the they is like their younger selves now looking oh. at where they are now. Wait, like yeah. Like we were only kids just trying to want, work it out, wonder what they'd think if they could see us now. Right. It's like if their past selves could see how they turned out and like where they are now. That totally makes sense. For whatever reason, I didn't make that connection. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I didn't at first until I was, like, doing this song discussion, like, working it out. I was like, oh. Because I was like, who's the they? (laughs) Like, the people who didn't believe That's why I love doing these. Like, it could also be that. I know. (laughs) Like, it totally could be the people who didn't believe in them, and now they see Uh them, and they're still together. Yeah. Or, like, people who aren't around anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I think the fact I think that the your interpretation of it being their younger selves I think makes so much sense mm-hmm. um and that just yeah I love that that makes it so much sweeter yeah uh anything else about this bit I don't think so um so then we go into the chorus again I don't I wrote these notes for this chorus I'm not sure if it was at the beginning too but it, the drums kind of cut out and it's more acoustic-y but mm-hmm. I think that's probably I guess maybe, like, maybe the verses are just more drum-heavy. Yeah, I think they are. They're just, like, louder musically, like, yeah. um, musical instrument-wise. Um, and then there's, like, clapping and the hum of something in the background. Don't know mm-hmm. what it was. There's yeah. also a lot of harmonies in the chorus, like, the second and third choruses, but they're mm-hmm. super quiet, so, like, you can barely hear them. Mm. It just kind of has that, like, wall of sound yeah sound that like indie rock tends to have (laughs) Mm -hmm. um did you have anything else about this chorus i don't think so the only thing i noticed that was different was like that louder that it's like louder and that there's like those harmonies and stuff but it's the same words yeah yeah um and then we have the yeah yeahs again and the drums come back in and you can also hear louis like shout one or something in Uh the background (laughs) really quietly yeah um I guess it adds to, like, that live-sounding stuff, which is always fun. Mm -hmm. The uniqueness. It doesn't sound so processed. Yeah. Um, Then we move into the verse, which is, Oh, God, what I could have become. Don't know why they put all of this on us when we were so young. Uh, Done a pretty good job dealing with it all. When you're here, don't need to say no more. Nothing in the world that I would change it for. Singing something poppy on the same four chords. Used to worry about it, but I don't know more. Yeah. Um, so what did you have about this verse? I really like this verse. I think that he says so much in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him sort of saying, oh God, what I could have become. Don't know why they put all of this on us when we're so young. Done a pretty good job dealing with it all. I feel like that's a thought that we've all had many times like mm-hmm. the fact that the boys are all as well adjusted as they are is very yeah. surprising <laughs> yeah. um so I think he's kind of saying like I could have turned out a lot differently in a bad mm-hmm. way um because there was so much put on the, him at such a young age um and just like becoming like extremely wealthy and famous at such a young age yeah. um can definitely be a hard thing to deal with um 
you know, when you're trying to like grow up. Um, and then I think he's saying, um, like nothing in the world I would change it for. He's saying like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Like I'm glad I did Mm -hmm. the band. Um, and then like obviously singing something poppy on the same four chords is a one direction, um, reference. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I think used to worry about it, but I don't know more. It's just him saying like, that he's not worried about I think he's kind of saying he's not worried about trying to be on radio anymore like he's just gonna do what he wants to do and like make the music that he wants Mm -hmm. to make and feels true to him and he's just not worried about you know trying to be how he was in one direction or like achieve the same level of success um yeah and I think also like um I think just not being worried in general anymore about like trying to compare himself to that time yeah I agree. I feel like it really summed up the meaning very well. Mm-hmm. Um, just like that pressure of being young and having so much put on him and then sort of letting that all go and being like, that stuff doesn't really affect me now, especially like where he is in his life and the support systems he has and with this relationship that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wouldn't change it anything but he's like come to another side where he's kind of a little bit more relaxed mm-hmm. I, I really love that line singing something poppy on the same four chords yeah it's such a great line it is a great line it's also funny because this song is only four chords as well <laughs> oh i mean most i feel like most songs are only a few chords but yeah but like this is a, i guess what i meant is this is a very repetitive song mm-hmm. chord wise so I found yes. that interesting, too. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, too, like, singing something poppy on the same four chords. Could it also just be, like, he doesn't care if he is singing something poppy on the same four chords anymore? Like, he doesn't worry too much about, like, making it so different if this is, like, what he wants to sing? Or do you think it is just the reference to, like, One Direction? I think it's just the reference because he's talked so much about how he's not trying to sing something poppy. <laughs> right um and the four chords thing is like um like have you seen that video where like they do like a hundred pop songs on Mm -hmm. the same four chords yeah um so yeah I think that's what it is but it's I just I appreciate his I think he's like a very strong lyricist Mm -hmm. um I think he said like he said that about himself and he knows that he's very Mm -hmm. strong with lyrics um and, like, I think this is a perfect example of, like, the way he's able to convey something um, in such, like, a nuanced way. Like, kind of expressing that he was, like, in this band and it was, like, crazy and, like, bad stuff could have happened and there was, like, so much pressure put on him. Um, but then also saying, like, making it clear that he doesn't, like, regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just has, like, a really, like, a talent for, for words. Mm-hmm. Um, in like speaking and in lyrics a talent that yeah. I do not have <laughs> god Louis speaking about like deep things is just a beautiful thing yeah oh, very eloquent mm-hmm. um and then there's like the ominous they don't know why they put all of us on us yeah I feel like that must be like record people like producers and yeah and stuff 
Um, or it could just be the general way of like when you're a kid and like adults or like the world yeah it's like putting a lot of pressure on you yeah i really like the last line used to worry about it but i don't know more there's like something so freeing and like relaxing about that line (laughs) like especially the improper grammar uh it like adds to it yes it's just so like casual Mm -hmm. you know flippant Mm-hmm. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, then it goes into the chorus again, um, which is a little bit different. Because uh, we made it underestimated and always underrated. Now we're saying goodbye, goodbye, waving to the hard times, smoke something, drink something. Yeah, just like the first time. Met you at your doorstep. Remember how you how we tasted? Probably you. I don't know. Looking into your eyes, baby, you were still high, never coming down with your hand in mine. So the smoke something, drink something is the new bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then is it we tasted? I don't really know. I pulled these off of. uh, I think it is because I looked on a couple different sites and it's the same. Okay. So that's different too then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I think think the the first one, it or you? I think the first one's Um, remember how it tasted. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it. It mm-hmm. says here. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so I think it's like the feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah. remember how it tasted. And then the we, yeah. I think, is yeah. just in the last chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on these changes? I like that in general, that it's like changing it up. I like when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like when they add different stuff into. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this kind of adds to the sentiment of like um, looking back on the time of his life when he was young and um, just like leaving his like professional like career life and like going back home and just like hanging out with his friends and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, just like having a good time. Yeah. Agreed. Like, yeah. It's- Especially when there's so many lyrics, it's good that it's, like, changing it up. You've got so much space to change it up because there's so many lyrics in this chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, um, it. now we're saying goodbye, waving to the hard times, smoke something, drink something. Like, having a drink or a smoke after a, a long, hard work week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now exactly. it's the weekend and you're waving goodbye to the hard times. That's how I feel right <laughs> yeah. now because I've been, like, very overworked and, mm-hmm. like, this is the last thing that I have like scheduled and then I have tomorrow and and the next day off oh that's a beautiful thing (laughs) it's very nice (laughs) and you don't have to edit at all exactly wow Wow. good for you Uh, so then it ends with the post-chorus the yeah yeah yeah's and then there's like with your hand in mine yeah 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 no 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 because we made it yeah 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 because we made it never coming down with your hand in mine and there's like this fading out of the drums and it's echoey and the music's Mm -hmm. getting quieter and then there's like this little swirly noise at the end and the song ends yeah any thoughts about the ending um, I don't think so. I do really enjoy the yeah, yeah, yeahs. I think musically, that might be my favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy the repetition of that at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that live. Yeah. With 
the audience all singing. Mm-hmm. It could be a real moment. We have tickets to Louis' tour. <gasps> yes. We didn't say that at the top of the episode. No. I, that just came do. into my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe Louis will go on tour soon and we'll get to go. And I was like, wait, he is going on tour. What? We already got tickets. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That's so funny. Yeah, very exciting. Um, anything else about the lyrics? Um, no. So that is the song. There was also the music video, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a continuation or a preface. I don't really know the order. Once we get all the music videos that go along in this storyline, I think it'll be clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the music video to this where you see the same couple that was in the music video for Kill My Mind. And you're getting a little bit more of the background where they're kind of on a date. And then he like stands her up a bit because he's like doing some illegal dealings or something Mm -hmm. going on and then she's mad and then i don't really know and then (laughs) there's a song clip at the end for don't let it break uh his next single yeah i think it's called don't let it break your heart don't let it break your heart and that's um supposedly coming out i want to say thanksgiving yeah something supposedly um so yeah any Anything to add about what I've said? Um, I don't think so, except that um, one interesting thing that is that in the beginning of the music video, there's like the woman's voice. It's like the guy had jumped off a cliff at the last end of the last video. Mm-hmm. And then he was like falling in the water. Um, and then her voice comes over and she says, it's in these moments when you're there, everything falls away. Oh. And so I thought that was like I... interesting really only watched it once (laughs) yeah so (laughs) i think we'll have to wait till we get don't let it break your heart which i think will be the third and like final um Mm -hmm. video in this series to kind of get the whole picture of like yeah what's happened and when but the beginning of don't let it break your heart like there's um it's like an electric guitar and it sounds really nice so i'm Mm -hmm. pumped for this next song to come out yeah the electric guitar intro has like very strong like ed sheeran sound to it Mm -hmm. um yeah but i do really like the shots of like louis at the carnival against that like rainbow wheel yeah those are really nice and on the beach with like the spinny camera with Mm -hmm. the pier yeah it looks really cool the lighting is it works so well Mm -hmm. it looks really nice yeah um yeah so i guess we'll get the last video in a couple weeks and then we'll maybe have the full story yeah um let us know you guys what you thought of this song and the music video because yeah (laughs) because we're interested (laughs) um do you have a recommendation for today lucia yeah um i have been listening to these books on audible um and i'm almost done with the last one and i've really been enjoying them it is um the author is Dervla McTiernan, and the books are the Cormac Riley series. It's like a detective story, and it's set in Galway in Ireland. Ooh. Um, and I read the first one, or I listened to the first one, which is called uh, The Sisters, I think. Wait, yeah, The Sisters, and it was like a Audible-only um, book mm-hmm. that I like got for free in my like Audible. And so I like, listened to it, and I like loved it. So then I went and got the other two books that are much longer um, mm-hmm. about 
um, the detective Cormac Riley, but they're very good. Um, they're like very intricate, complicated stories, and they, the um, author kind of goes back and forth between a bunch of different people's perspectives, so you get mm. kind of insight into everyone's mind. That's cool. Yeah, and they're definitely like, you know, like murder stories, but like it's so much about the detective side and the mystery, so it's not like scary mm-hmm. and creepy. It's much more would like... Would I be able to handle it? I think so. Yeah. I think cool. you would. Because there's like a couple parts that are like that they kind of describe things that have happened that are mm-hmm. scary, but it's like short and it's not like focused on that. It's much yeah. more about the mystery and kind of solving the mystery. That um, sounds like something I would really like. I think you would. And if you listen to the Audible version, the person who narrates them, um, her name is... Oh, I don't know how to say this. Must be an Irish name. It's spelled A-O-I-F-E. Do you know what that is? Nope. <laughs> McMahon. Anyways, she's incredible. She's a very good narrator, and it makes the stories like that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely like a lot of um, feminist um, threads throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. That sounds so up my alley. Yeah, it, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I've listened. I started listening to the first one after you guys left, which mm-hmm. was... Monday night. The first one was three hours long. The second one was um, 15 hours long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the three third... to 15. Jeez. Yeah, because the first one was like a it was like a prequel that was just on Audible. Okay. And then the third one is 10 hours long. So basically, I've listened to um, wow. like close to 30 hours over a day, over Jeez. a week. So a week, not a day. <laughs> No, I mean over a day long of audio. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Crazy. So obviously I've been enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sad awesome. that I'm almost done with the last one because I want more. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Are you able to send people Audible books or like it's only No, because you'd have to you like have to. my – it's like connected to Amazon, so you'd have to have my like oh, login with my yeah. account. I know. But there's the – um. There's like the library audiobook thing you can get. Oh yeah, I think we have that for my library. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know like if they'd have these books on there, but it's definitely worth a try. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe if you can't get it, they can like connect to other libraries. Yeah. Get it. Also, you can do um if anyone doesn't hasn't done Audible before, you can do a free trial. Um so you can like sign up and you get a book for free. Yes. I've done all the free trials on all my accounts oh. that I've made for those free trials. <laughs> um, okay, my recommendation this week, I'm just going to list a whole bunch of songs I've been listening to lately. Okay. Um, Demons by Hayley Kiyoki is really awesome. Kiyoki? Um, what? Kiyoko. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think because it was Haley. Yeah, Kiyoki. makes sense. <laughs> I know her name. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if the world was ending, uh, which is by J.P. Sachs with an E S A X E, but it's a Julia Michaels song with him. Oh, that keeps um, popping up on my Spotify, and I haven't listened to it yet. It's really good, but it's kind of like sad, but in a good way. Okay. <laughs> um. Then Selena Gomez has put out two songs, "Love You to Lo- Lose You to Love Me" and "Look at Her Now," which are fun. Well, "Look at Her Now" is a bop. "Lose You to Love Me" is like a slower mid-tempo song. Um, and those are good. There's music videos for both of those. I'm very excited about Selena's new era. I'm a big Selena Gomez fan. 
but like she hasn't done much in the past couple years so mm-hmm. that side of me doesn't really show um raising hell is the new single by kesha yeah. featuring big frida and it is a bop if you want to um dance around listen to that song I've also been listening to Good As Hell featuring Ariana Grande. It's a Lizzo song, obviously, but now there's a version with Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. And that's it for my musical recommendations right now. Um, Except now that it's November, also start listening to Christmas music. Uh, The the Casey Musgraves Christmas music I've listened to a couple times, the album. So I'm going to keep listening to that. I hope that we get to do a song discussion on Liam's Christmas song in December. Yeah, that would be fun. I love his Christmas song. I've listened to it a lot this week. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) We should do that in December. We'll carve a week out for that. Yes. Um, So let us know what you thought of this episode about Louis' song, his music video, all the Harry interview, random stuff we've gotten, when you think his freaking album's coming out. Maybe we'll know by Monday when this... uh, podcast episode goes out but who knows um we'll see also if you want to hear us talk about more louis interview stuff niall touring with louis capaldi louis tour go check out patreon.com slash talk direction because um, we're going to chat about that on tddl or talk direction down low yes. thank you so much for listening to episode 196 of talk direction you can follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talk direction at gmail.com Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N I.R. Foster. And Lucia, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. Then don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And on SoundCloud, and you can leave little uh, recommendations for people to help them find the show. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 197. Bye! Bye!